Welcome to the Teaching Your Toddler Halloween Part 1 episode. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Teaching Your Toddler podcast. I can't believe it's taken us this long to do a Halloween show. Oh my gosh, we actually have two pages on the website, teachingyourtoddler.com, devoted to Halloween. And so I'm going to go through the first page right now, and then I will do a second episode, and we'll do the second page. And it's got weekly activities, so much fun stuff. You can probably have uh, double the fun with just looking at both of these pages. So here we go with the Teaching Your Toddler Halloween episode. Welcome to the Teaching Your Toddler Show with Mary Jo Tinlin. Each show we talk about fun activities to do with your little one, including a craft, a letter of the week, Spanish words, songs, games, and even a snack for each weekly theme. Here is your hostess, Mary Jo Tinlin. So first of all, we'll start out with Halloween. You know, it can be a little bit scary for some people, but it can also be a, so much fun. Uh, I would say just always be careful about what your little people see. Uh, if they're watching TV or if they're in any of those kind of scary costume stores, just make sure you're careful with that. Um, but dressing up and making crafts and maybe staying up a little bit later than normal, um, carbon pumpkins, all those things are just so much fun. And, and it's such a great uh, way to, to establish some family traditions. I thought I'd take a couple minutes and talk about uh, Halloween, Halloween around the world. I found this on the history.com page. And so it's, um, I'll just like kind of briefly talk about some of the, the countries that they talk about Halloween and how it's celebrated around the world because we have listeners from all over the planet for this show, which is so amazing. So Halloween is celebrated every year on October 31st, no matter what day of the week it falls on. It's one of the oldest holidays that I guess we've sort of culturally recognized. It is celebrated around the world um, in Ireland, in Canada, in the United States. We dress up, have costume parties, go trick-or-treating. Sometimes people pull pranks. Um, there's also versions of this in Mexico and Latin America called El Día de los Muertos and the Day of the Dead, which honors deceased loved ones and ancestors. And in England, they have Guy Fawkes Day, which is F-A-W-K-E-S, which is also, it actually falls on November 5th. And they have bonfires and fireworks and all kinds of stuff. So I'll talk about a couple of those really quick. So in Mexico, like I said, los Dios del, <laughs> El Día de los Muertos is the Day of the Dead. Um, it also corresponds to the Catholic um, celebration of All Souls Day, which is on November 2nd. Um, it's a three-day celebration that begins on Halloween, and it's designed to honor the dead. Uh, that And so they, they, I guess there's a belief that they, on, that they come back to Earth on Halloween. And so oftentimes you'll see, and you've seen this, if you've ever watched the, um, the show, the movie that I'm, uh, that about the, um, the day of the dead, uh, and, and it's really fun. Um, but they honor them and they have an altar for the, uh, deceased relatives, candy, flowers, photographs, all kinds of favorite foods and water, things to drink. Um, they also let their, they, it says they keep a basin and a towel out so that the spirit can wash before um, indulging in the feast. They have candles and incense and all kinds of things like that. 
And then on the 2nd, November 2nd, relatives will gather at the gravesite and have a picnic and reminisce. So Guy Fawkes Day is actually uh, what is celebrated in England, and it is um, on November 5th. They have bonfires that they light throughout English, England. Sorry, They burn an effigy of a guy, and it usually falls around the same time as Halloween, of course, and so it kind of goes together. But uh, um, they they have big bonfires and they have fireworks and all kinds of things like that. But Guy Fox was actually a traitor in England. Um, the story is in 1606. He was executed uh, after being convicted of attempting to blow up the Parliament building in England. So he was a member of a Catholic group, and they wanted to get rid of King James, who was a Protestant. Guy Fox was celebrated the Guy Fox Day was celebrated right after his execution and those bonfires were sort of to burn I guess his body which is a little bit dark but um anyway so that's what we that's what they do in England uh there's also some uh Irish traditions where um Halloween is is said to have originated it's celebrated much the way we do it in the United States uh they have bonfires um, children get dressed up, they spend the evening trick-or-treating in their neighborhood, they might a- attend parties, they might play games, um, all kinds of things like that. The Irish also play a card game where cards are laid face down on the table with candy or coins underneath them, and when a child chooses a card, he receives whatever that prize is found, so you could maybe make a game out of that kind of thing, which would be kind of fun. The Irish food that is traditionally eaten during Halloween is a kind of fruitcake, that can be bought in stores or baked at home called barn brack. And I'll see if I can find a uh, recipe that I could put up on the uh, show notes. It's a muslin wrapped treat, which is baked inside the cake. And then they also can play, um, <laughs> play games with uh, like knock a dolly, which kind of sounds like ding dong ditch him, but I don't know. That's what we call it in the United States. So anyway, those are a couple of uh, fun little factoids about Halloween. Now we'll get into the sort of our regular uh, routine here. So our letter of the week for the Halloween part one is day D for day for all souls day. And uh, just make sure that you point out anything that starts with a D duck drop dot drive show your toddler a D, a capital D and a lower D. You can write it on a piece of paper, help them draw it with their finger. Uh, if you're at the sandbox or, um, you know, in the soap bubbles in this, in the bathtub, they can write on that too. So have them practice that letter D. The number of the week is three. Um, and so you show your child three things, three uh, you know, three candies, three socks, whatever, count to three, write three on a piece of paper, show your child three things at a time. And um, I always say this on the show, but whenever you're counting, even if you're only counting to the number three, one, two, three, they're starting to understand that there's a pattern in counting. And so make sure that you um, are always counting so that because that is the foundation of math for them. The song of the week is Five Little Pumpkins. It's really cute. It's a it's a song I heard when my older kids were in preschool. And it, it's kind of a little bit of an earworm. Sorry about that. But it's really great. And it also helps the kids count to five. So I hope you enjoy that. The link is in the show notes for that little song. 
Also, the story of the week are, is actually a list of Halloween books. If you go to the library right now, I guarantee you, uh, if it's close to Halloween, you will be able to find all kinds of great books. And even if it's not close to Halloween, they're always going to have great sections of those uh, in your in your library. So check out that list. If you don't want to buy the books yourselves, you could actually uh, go grab those at the library or your favorite bookseller. The snack of the week I put on the show notes is roasted pumpkin seeds. This is a tradition that our family has done every year for all the years that I can remember. Um, it's on a, it's from a book called Halloween Treats by Donata Magapinto. And uh, I have a link to the book there. I don't know if it's still in print, but it's a great book. And then you just use the pumpkin seeds that you grab from when you're carving your pumpkins and toss them with some oil. I particularly, I like coconut oil specifically um, and used salt to taste. And um, then you preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit, rinse the seeds, try to get any of that stringy gross stuff out, um, transfer them to a large bowl and coat them with the, the whatever oil you're using and salt or whatever seasoning you're using, because we you can use whatever kind of seasoning that you want. And then you spread them onto a baking sheet on a single, single layer and bake them until they're crisp, which it kind of depends on where you are, but um, usually it's between tw- 12 and 15 minutes. Also depends on how wet they are. Um, if you can wait and let them dry out, that's better, but you don't have to. You can then use olive oil and rosemary, chili powder, basil, curry, whatever, um, seasonal salt, that kind of thing you can make. I usually try to make a couple different kinds of flavors, like the regular sort of flavor with salt and pepper. And then I also kind of make a savory flavor. Uh, Maybe maybe I make a curry version. And then I also kind of sometimes will make a sweet version with like brown sugar or um, cinnamon and that kind of thing. And the kids really like those. So that's a couple of different versions of roasted pumpkin seeds. You can also buy pumpkin seeds if you don't want to carve a pumpkin, which I know personally is not my favorite thing to do. But if you are carving anyway, go ahead and make those seeds because they're super good for all of you and they taste delicious. The Spanish words of the week are el gato, which is the cat, el espetro or la fantasma, which is ghost, la calabaza, which is the pumpkin, and el día de los muertos is the day of the dead. Do it myself. So this one, we always try to have a do it myself, which is where you uh, are going to help the kids do things on their own instead of doing them for them. And it's a great way to help build self-esteem, build some independence, give them confidence. Um, And it's also a way for you to sort of let go. Because I know sometimes, especially if it's your first child, it's hard to let go sometimes. I know I did so much for my older son that I shouldn't have done because I didn't know. And then once my other kids got older, I didn't do as much. Anyway, so our do-it-ourself this week is pumpkin scooping. Okay, so it's gross. I know. It's so disgusting. And some kids won't touch it. I, I've had, uh, you know, some of our kids were great with it. And, and we had one kid that absolutely hated it. And so dad usually ended up scooping his pumpkin because he just didn't like touching it. And he didn't like to get messy like that. But um, some kids love it. So just whatever they're comfortable with, make sure that whatever you're giving them is not sharp. Um, what you might do is sort of like you could cut the sides, cut the guts out of the sides and then sort of let them scoop it out with a big spoon if they're okay with it. Um, you can help them sort the seeds if they're too little. Um, make sure you cover up your table with newspaper or if it's a warmer day, go outside. That's the best place to do it, like on your driveway, where you can just rinse it off with the hose and be done. 
But anyway, um, I know it's very messy and I always have to tell myself, I only do this once a year. I only do this once a year, but, um, it's great. And my kids are old enough now that they can do it themselves, which is awesome. I just make the seeds. The activity of the week is carving a pumpkin, of course. So, uh, I have a link from a website called the pumpkin lady, and there are tons of carvings, uh, carving patterns that you can download for ideas. You don't have to use it. Um, but it just kind of gives you some inspiration if you're like, mm, you don't want to do this sort of traditional triangle eyes and, and whatever, um, pumpkin, uh, the, the site will give you some great ideas. I hope. And, and maybe for your child too. The other thing you can do is if you don't want to carve the pumpkin, just let them draw. Use some, um, some markers. Uh, the only thing is if it gets wet, if you have a, if you're going to have weather on Halloween, uh, it might ruin the pumpkin, but just, uh, let them draw on it and you know, you don't have to cut it open. It, it's less messy, but, uh, but it's also fun. They can, you can also have them glue stuff on sequins or feathers or whatever you whatever you have on hand, whatever you feel like doing, um, just as long as they're making this uh, holiday tradition or this sort of uh, memory. The yoga pose of the week is cat pose, which is a great stretch for your back. And it's really fun. Uh, it's basically just looking like a cat and sort of stretching your back up and down. Um, and you can see the video that I have from um, the yoga um, video on the on the website. And finally, sign language, which I can never do on a, on a podcast, but I hope you'll check it out. There's the sign for cat and for Halloween. So I always say this, but uh, sign language is a fantastic way for your kid if they are pre-verbal to learn how to uh, communicate without getting frustrated. So I hope that these are great ideas for you. I hope you enjoy them. And I also hope that you will listen to the second episode with even more fun Halloween ideas. So happy Halloween. Have a great time. I hope that you'll uh, give us some feedback on Facebook, uh, Teaching Your Toddler page on Facebook, or also on Twitter at Teaching Toddler. Please tweet us. Please uh, post on Facebook. Let us know uh, how much fun you have. Give some pictures. I also have an Instagram, uh, Teaching Your Toddler. And so please find us there and uh, and let us have some, uh, some, some insight into your celebration this year too. So have fun. Give your toddler a hug and tell them how much you love them. Keep teaching and we will see you next time. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us for the Teaching Your Toddler Show with Mary Jo Tinlin. We hope you had some fun and you got some great ideas for the week. Please subscribe to the podcast, like us on Facebook, and visit the website for all the links we discussed at www.teachingyourtoddler.com. This has been the Teaching Your Toddler Show with Mary Jo Tinlin. Until next time, keep teaching. Keep teaching.